Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Welcome to the Kent Online podcast on Thursday, September the 3rd. The man in charge of tackling small boat crossings in the Channel has admitted today it's frustrating they can't stop more people from making the dangerous journey to Kent. Yesterday, Border Force officers dealt with at least seven incidents and more than 400 people arrived in Dover. That's a new daily record. Well, a Home Affairs Select Committee inquiry is hearing evidence as it tries to get to the bottom of why so many people are risking their lives to get here. Dan O'Mahony was appointed by the government last month to deal with the issue. We've been looking at a number of different tactics, uh, including tactics at sea. The sea uh, is inherently a dangerous place to operate. Anything we do at sea has an inherent level of danger and it's incredibly important that whatever we do doesn't present an unacceptable risk to migrants or to our officers. Dover MP Natalie Elphick has told the Commons what she thinks the government should be doing. Stopping the boats before they leave the French shores, returning and turning around boats when they're in the English Channel and sending them back to France, and if people do break into Britain through these illegal routes, making sure that they are returned swiftly to France and other countries. Immigration Minister Chris Phelps says they're working closely with their French colleagues. This includes patrols of the beaches by French officers, surveillance and intelligence sharing. Over 3,000 crossing attempts were stopped this year alone by the French authorities and approaching 50% of all crossing attempts are stopped near French beaches. Kent Online News. Elsewhere today, two men who punched an elderly couple in the face during a burglary in Medway have been jailed for a total of 13 years. The 41 and 44-year-olds from London forced their way into a home on Star Mill Lane in Chatham in broad daylight last July. They were later arrested following a disturbance at a pub in Woolwich. A new road layout in Sittingbourne has been described as a recipe for a nasty accident. At Kent Online, you can see pictures of the new continuous footway at the Staplehurst Road T-junction alongside the A2, which bosses say they've introduced to reduce crashes. People living nearby, however, say drivers and pedestrians are getting confused. They're also worried it could be unsafe for young children or those who are visually impaired, as there's no curb. Police in Kent have seen a dramatic increase in the number of online child sex crimes they're dealing with. The force recorded a 50% rise over the past 12 months compared to the previous year. And in the five years since it became mandatory to detail whether a crime involved the internet, they've dealt with more than 2,100 cases. Jenna Lloyd is from the NSPCC who collected the data. During lockdown, childline counselling sessions around online grooming have increased and we know that the lockdown has um, shown that years of industry failure to make sites safe for children has really increased that risk to children online. We'd previously uh, warned that lockdown caused a threefold perfect storm for offenders to target young people online. So while tech firms have had to scale back on moderators who combat sexual abuse, offenders are seeing an unprecedented opportunity to target children who have been spending more time on the internet at home and may have also been feeling increasingly lonely or anxious because of lockdown. So it's been 17 months now since the government published the Online's Harms white paper um, and identified that children um, face harm online. Um, so we're asking that the Prime Minister really prioritises introducing a comprehensive online harms bill 
um, so that we can see tech companies being held accountable if they continue to put children at risk, including at the design stage to help proactively pr protect users from harm. Uh, to create a regulator that can hand out GDPR equivalent fines up to 4% of global turnover and hold named directors criminally, criminally accountable for most uh, serious breaches of their duty of care. Londoners are being blamed for pushing up house prices in Canterbury. The value of an average property there has risen 4% in the last three months as people relocate from the capital to work from home because of the pandemic. Estate agents say families are particularly interested in more rural areas outside the city. Meantime, developers want to build new flats, a cafe and clifftop restaurant on Ramsgate Seafront. Plans have been revealed to turn the old Western Undercliff site near the beach into a five-storey building. You can see pictures of what it could eventually look like at Kent Online. The top police officer in Kent is leading a national drive to improve safety. Almost nine in ten officers say they've been assaulted during their career. Now, new measures are being brought in to try and protect those on the front line. They'll be given extra safety training and a review is going to be carried out to make sure they have the right equipment. Kent's Chief Constable Alan Pusley has been telling us what his officers have experienced since the start of the year. Much more spitting and much more coughing towards officers, which is appalling in the current context. But before that, we certainly saw a huge increase in the amount of violence afforded to officers. And in Kent, a lot of that came from county line criminality. Overall, Kent's a very safe county. This is a small percentage of people. But the increase is about 30, 40 percent uh, over the last six months. And that's about in line with national. It's about 30 percent nationally or so. But what we do have here is our proximity to London. A lot of the county line criminality comes out of London. So some of it is about geography and the nature of the criminal that we're dealing with. Every Every frontline officer in Kent, I made a decision over 12 months, nearly two years ago now, that every frontline officer will be afforded a taser if they want to use them, so therefore increasing the availability of taser on the front line. They all have to pass three days of rigorous testing to carry it, but it's right and proper in my view that they have taser. Every officer is uh, given a spit hood uh, and every officer makes sure that they have the maximum training to go out onto the street to be as safe as they can. It is not part of their job for anybody to assault them. That's never going to be accepted in my tenure, never has been accepted in my 35 years as a police officer, and I will not accept it that that's OK to assault a police officer or a member of staff who are going about keeping the public safe. Completely and utterly unacceptable. And if you spit at one of mine, or indeed any national officer, I hope the court send you to prison for up to two years. Matthew Scott is Kent's Police and Crime Commissioner. Across the country, they estimate that we lose about the equivalent of £4.7 million worth of policing time as a result of uh, assaults on officers. And it's, if no one turns up uh, to do the job to, uh, to face this kind of uh, thing. That's why this review is really quite important. We need to see much tougher sentences being given out to people who spit at, assault and kill police officers. No one should be spared jail for assaulting an emergency services worker. Uh, and I think that it's absolutely crucial that we listen to campaigns such as that by uh, PC Andrew Harper's widow to make sure that those who, who killed her husband go to prison for life. In the last couple of years we've seen over a thousand attacks on police officers and staff every single year which is a very worrying uh, figure and that's why I've supported the Chief Constable in rolling out more protective equipment 
I supported uh, the need for the force to have spit and blood guards, supported the rollout of more tasers, um, because I think it's absolutely important if we want to keep the public safe, we need to keep police officers safe too. The MP for Chatham and Aylesford has shared pictures of her new haircut as she gets ready to start chemotherapy. Tracy Crouch revealed she'd been diagnosed with breast cancer in June. The 44-year-old is due to begin chemo treatment shortly and says she wants to keep working as much as possible. And a multi-million pound indoor skate centre is on track to open in Folkestone early next year. The huge urban sports park is being built on the corner of Tontine Street and Dover Street. It'll have two floors dedicated to skating, climbing and bouldering areas as well as a reception, cafe and boxing area. You can see pictures of it on the website. That's it for today but you can also now subscribe to the IM News app to access all KM Group newspapers. Just head to iliftmediasubs.co.uk News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.